Hi, fam. I'm Katie. And this is Ginny. And we are the Gabby Girls. Episode 8 of Gabby Girls. Hi, Ginny. Energy is high today. Fair warning to the listeners. Energy is freaking high. Vibrations through the roof, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, unbelievable. We're already in tears, laughing. Um, We've just been ripping and rolling for 10 minutes leading up to this episode. Yeah, I figured it was probably time to hit record. Yeah. <laughs> Bring in some big Friday energy. <laughs> so how's your Thank week? God Tell me. Good. Give me the tea. Oh my God. Uh, it was pretty good. You know, working, thinking about packing. I started packing on Thursday night. Um, I've done like five or six boxes and I've thrown out like two, which is really nice. I have a question for you about packing. When you start packing, where do you start? I start with the stuff that I know I'm not going to need for the next month. So I so you're packing like books and shit? <laughs> I haven't done books yet. I've started with my first floor. So I started with kind of random kitchen stuff, baking pans that I won't use. I cleaned out like a media kit. One of our servers I cleaned out of just like kind of sentimental stuff and that kind of crap. And then I did all of our winter shoes in our closet today. I did all of our jackets and I put them in vacuum seal bags because I'm not going to need them in Florida. Um, true. Very yeah, true. Yeah. Then I'm going to start moving. I, I'm I like, I do my clothes and the kitchen stuff last. That's what I'll say. Okay. And then like your art, do you oh, leave yeah. that on the wall until it's time to go or no. do you, are you going to pack that up? No. So we have like over 80 pieces of art in our house and, um, this has been probably a month-long process for Boyd. I don't do it. I don't touch it because it's liability. His um, babies. Yeah, and just inventory for the business. Um, so he has been wrapping and packing these pieces of art for so long. He's really starting to take them off the wall now. So all of the my whole bedroom, which used to be full of art, is no longer. And it looks so weird without I art. I know. I can um, only see one piece of art hanging, which is, like, not usual. No, there's usually like three in the frame. Um, and so then in on next Friday, he, he a truck is coming and we're loading a truck and that truck is taking all the art down to Florida to be in our house for a few days before we head down next Wednesday or Thursday. We don't know exactly when the movers are going to be here, but when this episode is out, it'll be two or three days from then. <laughs> Whew. So the art moves first. Mm-hmm. All right. Good to know crazy we just got it painted we are having a contractor in there right now who's doing some like tiling work and putting some new glass in for the shower and doing little things it's all happening it's all happening like we're gonna have a new home in less than two weeks which is just crazy (laughs) i'm so excited for you i can't wait for you to get there thank you i'm really excited the one thing i'm not excited about is having to drive 24 hours straight (laughs) yeah (laughs) woof Holy shit. Get the podcast queued. Oh my gosh. I bought adult activity books. I'm going to get a big bag of edibles. Mm, I key. am bringing mm-hmm, major key. I'm <laughs> going to bring because I'm so hyper. I can't sit still even for 10 minutes. Sitting in a car for that many hours consecutively is going to be really difficult for me. Yeah. You're going to have to knock yourself out for a few of those. I literally do. I have to like sedate myself and just to just to be able to like not go bananas are you going to drive at all or do you think boyd will do most of the driving i don't know i might drive a little bit but i really don't even like driving it doesn't really do it for me so 
Relatable. I was driving my mother home the other day. Okay, so let me preface this by saying I hit a lot of fucking curbs. I be hitting the curbs. I don't know why. I don't know why this is, but I just am always hitting them. I, I just am not good on the road. And I, I thought I was getting a little bit better. And I was driving with my mom the other day and she was like holding on for dear life, you know, to the, to the handle. Mm-hmm. And she goes, listen, Virginia, you're good at a lot of things. Driving's not one of them. And I was like, mm. yeah, I know. I just, I don't think, I think it's like an ADHD thing. Really? I just get distracted. I see, I think I'm a really good driver. I just get anxiety driving because oh. I feel the weight of the burden of driving. Like I, I'm a very comfortable driver and I, I've driven so much because I've driven from Philadelphia to Vermont. I don't know. Hundreds 50 of times. times. Yeah. So many times. So, you know, 600 miles round trip, sometimes 10 hours in the car by yourself. Like I've gotten really good at driving, but I just, I don't enjoy it. So if you don't have to, it's like, why would you? And Boyd does enjoy it. He loves it. He said I can drive, but I don't want to. I don't think maybe, but I doubt it. Okay. Good for you. (laughs) Cause like once I start driving, then I'm like, oh, I can't do things. I can't be on my phone. I can't like, I'm just, I'm all, the only thing I can do is drive. Right. You can like sing. (laughs) No one wants to hear playing. that. No one wants to hear that. That's for the solo trips. <laughs> Got Shower it. only. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Um, yeah. So that's going to, that's, 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 that's going to be difficult for me. So I'm really, I'm really dreading that, but I'm trying to, trying to plan ahead and give myself activities for things to do because it's a long time in the car. Yeah. Will you guys stop along the way? I don't. like no plans for overnights anywhere i want to but boyd doesn't because bennett will not sleep in the hotel room he's gonna like be up and anxious all night and so boyd doesn't want to deal with it and so he believes driving straight through is going to be fine i disagree but i am not the captain and that's okay so i'm just gonna roll with whatever boyd wants to do and probably will eventually realize that he wants to stay at a hotel like i suggested even for a few hours and you can let that be his idea. Yeah, we can let that, yeah. that he can come to that conclusion himself. And <laughs> I'm just rolling. That literally, I'm just going to be rolling down the highway. Along for the ride. Yep. <laughs> okay, so what else have you been up to this week? Um, just saying goodbye to friends, which is really surreal. Um, it's getting sad. Honestly, it's getting a little sad. Um, but it's, you know, it's okay. Cause it's not forever. I know that. And I already have, I have to be back in Philadelphia three times in the next eight months for a wedding. So I know I'm going to see people, but you know, it's just the realization of not having kind of like that security blanket and that community around you. And, you know, you just realize when you're leaving a place, how many little people make up a big circle. Like today we went and had to go pick up something from, for Bennett from the vet and our vet is the best vet it is they are they say i love you to the dogs as they leave they are just they are so kind and anyone in philadelphia go to center city vet they are the best vet i've ever been to in my life they are just phenomenal and you know i just you know i turned to boyd when we were walking away and i just was like man we're really lucky to have the people that we do and the support system we do here. We really are blessed to have this and I can't wait to create it in Florida, but you know, it's a little difficult to leave when you've like taken so long to 
to foster this community, you know? Yeah, and to, like, nurture these relationships and these people, honestly. Yeah, and find the right fit. You know, it's not like, that's not the only vet we've been to, but, you know, we eventually found so many little things like that in our life, like restaurants and medical professionals and, you know, specialists and that kind of stuff that have just, it makes our life what it is. And so, you know, it's, it's, we knew it was coming, but it's a lot of change. Right. You will find that again. Totally. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it took us five years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's weird closing a chapter and starting a new one because it's, mm-hmm. you're leaving this level of comfort for yeah. God knows what. Yeah. Hopefully the same eventually, but yeah. not at first. <laughs> I know. You did it once. You could do it again. Oh, yeah. No, I'll be fine. Um, yeah. You know, it's just getting real. Mm hmm. Yeah. Wait, so I heard you got new birth control this morning. <laughs> you heard, huh? Yes, uh-huh. I did. So I have I have the next one on that like it's a bar that goes in your arm. Mm-hmm. And this is actually my third one. So this morning they had to remove it, replace it. They put the new one right where the old one was, which is pretty cool. So it's like Wait, does it hurt? They numb the sh- living shit out of you. Oh. Because like I couldn't I could not look in that direction which is weird because normally I like to know what's going on and I'm interested in medical stuff but I couldn't look I could feel her like tugging and squeezing and she was talking to me the whole time to keep me distracted but it probably took her 10 minutes to get it out uh yeah wild and then to insert it is nothing can you see it when it's just in your arm or can you just feel it yeah you can you could see it if you push on one end, you can see it like sticks up on the other side. It's the size of a toothpick about a little smaller, okay. a little shorter, I should say. Like that. Like it's probably an inch and a half long. Sure. Okay. Yeah. The size of a matchstick is a better okay. is a better comparison. And uh, that width or a different uh, width. A little thinner, a little thinner than a match. It's okay. pretty thin. <laughs> okay, yeah, so it's pretty small. Okay, okay think iPhone iPhone cord. Like your headphone okay. cord, it's yeah. it's like that thickness. In the size of a matchstick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So cool. after it came out, I wanted to see it, of course. I was like, show me, show me. <laughs> She's like, you are weird. I'm like, hey, I didn't watch it, you know, not that weird. But mm. it, it did have some stuff stuck to it. <laughs> like some innards. I don't know. Like what? Like tissue? Yeah, some tissue. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the last one I had. I looked at that one also and mm-hmm. very similar. Interesting. But like your body just like basically attached to it over the three years or whatever it is that you had it. So actually this one was five years. So next one on, they advertise on TV. If you look it up, they say it lasts for three years. Now, two years ago, I went to Planned Parenthood to have it removed and replaced. And they were like, hey, we actually do our own independent research on next one on. And our research shows that it lasts for five years they showed me, you know, the chart, everything, and it's just a straight line for five years. And so I kept it for another two. Now, you know, today was five years. But it's just so crazy. I was asking the doctor today about that. I'm like, why doesn't Next One On, why wouldn't they change, like, their website and their, you know, information? And then it hit me. <laughs> That just like everything else in the United States, it's for fucking profit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't, if you don't have to change your birth control, if you have to change your birth control every three years, that's more money for them. 
totally. every five years. Like, why would they do that? They're losing profits. But mm-hmm. that, again, just another thing to make me hate big pharma. It's so gross. It is. And it's so funny. I actually have the opposite experience right now with my birth control. So I've I, I've tried, I think, like almost every single birth control besides the arm thing under the sun. Besides like the copper and like kind of, but like the pills. Mm-hmm. Nuvering, all of, all of them. And I tried those tr- two also. Like I tried everything before the next one on, and now just you're happy it. with it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like on the Nuvering for a while, and that was okay, but it used to make my it made my like inside itch, and so I always felt like I had a yeast infection, mm. even though I didn't. And it just was like so uncomfortable, and so finally I just was like, I can't do this anymore. This is terrible. And so I got the IUD. And I got a marina, and I eventually when I when I got it, they told me it was for five years, but there was a study going on that would me- possibly make it okay for seven or eight, and it now is. But I, they're like I'm spotting now, and I feel a difference, and it just makes me worried <laughs> to have a change, especially because I don't want children. Um, and so I am trying to get it changed before I go to Florida because it's Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so I want to switch it right now at like five years because I just feel like it, it, it something's up. I don't like it. Okay. So I will say that for the next one on, they like just, you know, when the research that they did, what they found is it was still effective for the full five years, but the last two years, there's a change in your bleeding. So I'm wondering if that's the same thing for Morena. It's they, probably still effective, but there's a change in your the way you bleed. I don't know. They said that. But too, if you're but not comfortable said, with it, then obviously do do what's best for you. But yeah, yeah, I had that. They said that. They said that, and then they said it would. Um, but it's still effective against contraception. But I'm just like, how much though? What are we What are we talking? Because I probably I'm, high, but it, but I'm it definitely not putting does anything affect, to chance here. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not comfortable with it, I mean, you got to do what's right for you. But I would look into that a little bit because I know yeah. they're they're normally it does affect because it's less hormones that it's releasing into your body after a certain amount of time. Yeah. So, well, the reason why I like the IUD. Did you have one before? Mm-mm. I've had. I've done. I stopped when I got the next one on. This the next step for me was going to be an IUD, but I did the Nuvering before this. A few pills. Yeah. All that stuff made me so sick to my stomach, though. Like, also, the maneuvering made my boobs hurt all the time, 24-7. It was weird. Absurd. Yeah. Weird. No, so the reason why I got the IUD is because, I believe this is correct, that it releases hormones only in the uterus, and it doesn't affect, mm. go all through your bloodstream, so it doesn't affect acne, it doesn't affect weight gain, boobs, all that. So... I lost weight. My boobs shrank after I came off of the Nuvering and the pills, but like I lost weight. I feel great. Like, you know, I don't, I feel fabulous. So I really am so happy with the IUD and actually a bunch of my friends have gotten it because of me, because I'm just like, it is the best freaking birth control. You just leave it and you forget it and it protects you for eight years if you want it. And that's great. (laughs) IUD advocate over here. I am like, it's just like, it's just so convenient. I don't know why you wouldn't do it. That's how I feel about the thing in my arm. Like you put it in and you forget about it. Yeah. You don't have to do anything else. No daily, monthly pills, changes, nothing. It's just put it in. You're good to go. And I got mine free at Planned Parenthood. Me too. I love Planned Parenthood. Big time Planned Parenthood supporter. 
Also, yeah, why are they the... It's the nicest... They're the nicest staff ever. Every Planned Literally. Parenthood I've been to is just so kind, so helpful. That makes a difference when you're going to the mm-hmm. doctor, especially the girl doctor. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I See, that's another person. I have a fantastic OBGYN here in Philadelphia. She's amazing. And um, sad to leave her. Right, <laughs> I'm running my legs on <laughs> Boyd, I need you to come in and do the swab part. <laughs> Pry it open for me. Ew, gross. I get my own like duck thing, whatever it is. This... Oh yeah, that little, it is like a beak. <laughs> yeah, that's what I always think it is, a duck. <laughs> I know. Gross. Oh, I felt cold just thinking about that. I know. Okay, hot take. Is Kyle Richards a lesbian? I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm so fucking sick of Kyle. I'm so sick of this. I don't think she's a lesbian. I don't. I think she likes attention. You know, the music video that came out today, what's the name of the song? Fall in Love With Me. Or it came out yesterday, I guess. So for those who don't know, Morgan Wade, who is Kyle's supposed alleged girlfriend, is a country singer, and she came out with this music video. It's called the song is called Fall in Love With Me. And it's basically her and Kyle falling in love. <laughs> um, and like almost kissing and... They're neighbors and they seduce each other. Yeah. And all before this, Kyle kept saying, everyone stop speculating. She was whining, wah, 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 leave us alone. Then she puts out this music video, obviously to cause speculation. And then she went on live... Yesterday on, I think, Amazon, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, we made that music video for attention. And I'm just so fucking sick of it. Like, be real or fuck off. Like, it's, it's enough. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm frustrated with her. And Morgan Wade is not hot enough to turn me. No, I don't. I don't understand. Though I will say, saw a picture of Mauricio yesterday partying it up and he is not wearing a wedding ring. Whoa. He's not wearing his wedding band. Though he did comment on their music video. He com- I saw his comment. It was like the fire emoji. But again, I, they're, they're just, I think they're doing this for attention all around. They both have shows. Like Mauricio has his Netflix show. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We know it's coming back soon. All for attention. And it's just, give us something real because this is all so fraudulent. Yeah, well, we know Detective Andy Cohen will get to the bottom of this, and he will expose it, because... I know, I just want to fast forward to the reunion. I don't even want to see the season of Beverly Hills. I want to fast forward to the reunion. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if it really is all just bullshit. You know, I wonder if they're just... I wonder if Kyle and Mauricio are truly just happily in love and nothing's nothing's wrong. I doubt it, but it's like that could very well... This could all just be a storyline, because... It's that. Yeah, and they love a storyline. And I, you know, Real Housewives, it used to be so real, like following them around, their lives, what's this and that. With their freaking 15 dogs and they're, them always escaping and the dog hair. And, right. Like it was so real and the kids and, and now everything is so calculated. It's just not what it used to be. I like have the ick from it. And I will say, Real Housewives of New York, you told me to watch it. Yeah. Girl, I watched it, and it's good. It's so good. It's what we needed. It's like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when it first started. Same thing. 
I agree. I love it. It is their good cast, diverse, different, differing personalities. I'm interested to see uh, where like the alliances lie. Um, I'm I'm not fully caught up yet because I like to go slow because I don't like to if I go go bananas and I have nothing else to watch. Um, <laughs> you have self control. I got it. I just have been watching this as it comes out. So I watched the first, I think, two episodes. Mm-hmm. Like I caught up on them. And then I've been watching it every week. So this last episode Monday, which you haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't seen it. It was it was good. I'm at the point where they just left the Hamptons. Okay, I feel so bad for Erin and the way that they were coming at her caviar. Although she should have fed them more. I totally agree with that. Caviar is not enough for people to eat after traveling like you need sandwiches something substantial right give us i know the cheese and crackers was the whole thing which which was the what's her name that made the comment about the cheese yes yeah, i apparently made the comment about the cheese yes yeah, i made some comment about people eating cheese i don't know but i'm telling you when i finish traveling you know what i want cheese and crackers a piece of salami give it to me yeah something, something. Like a, a sandwich a even in the next morning, you know, when she was going to, Aaron was going to make her shakshuka. Shakshuka. Yeah, she was going to make her shakshuka. And Jenna made a comment, like, who who eats before they work out. And so she just didn't make it. But, like, girl, make it. Yeah, bitch. Live in your own. Do what you want. Truth. Yeah, yeah, eat that shakshuka all by anyways. yourself. And guess what? They're all going to eat it. If you make food, people are going to eat it. Even if they say they're not going to eat it, they're going to eat it. I live with a man. Happens every single night. Right. That's just common sense. Yeah. Make the shakshuka. Make oatmeal. Make whatever else you want, girl. Wait, so who's your favorite on Real Housewives of New York? Mm. I like Brynn a whole lot. She's a lot of fun. Good time girl. She is quick, too. Her little comments and jokes, she kills me. I'm like, I want to hang out with her. I do, too. Is she biracial? Has this been addressed? Okay, so, yeah. So, in this new episode, you'll see. Okay, all right. She gets her hair done and she has very ethnic hair and she talks about her, you know, upbringing and all that. Oh, cool. so, so you will see about that. But yes. Someone brought it up to me short. the other day and I was just like, oh, I, know, I, don't I know. wouldn't have known that unless I saw her in the hair salon and she was explaining it. She has to get her hair done every week, um, straightened, blown out, whatever. So crazy because I've dated someone who was biracial and had bright red hair. So it's... I, I, it's crazy that you say that because when I saw her in the salon with her wet hair, that's all I could think of. And I was like, I didn't want to say that to you. Cause I'm like, I don't, we don't need to bring this up, but yeah, it looks like his hair. <laughs> okay. I'm in. Okay, cool. I can't wait to watch now. I'll watch tonight. Um, super cool. Yeah, no, I really, I'm happy with the shakeup. I'm glad it's not fighting. It's like fun stuff. I, I'm interested to see how their first like real trip goes, like where they're not being hosted by a person, like where they have like, Right, Stop. not in someone's home. Yeah, yeah. Because then I feel like it'll start to really get messy. Oh, yeah. And when you see how the girls treat staff, that's really when shit gets going. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, or like choosing of the rooms, which mm-hmm. they're already being snotty about the rooms. Sai is. Sai has some deep, deep issues from her childhood about not being enough or living in poverty or whatever it is. And she has now become like, uh, on the opposite side of the spectrum of bouginess to the point where it's jaded and it's not nice. Her behavior and her comments about being in the girl's room with like the crib, it's not nice. You're in someone's home. Just, you know, 
Be, be right, kind. Like, there are only so many bedrooms. Just say thank you. And how much time is she even spending in there? They're spending the whole day together and she's sleeping in there. Like, and it's what, two nights of your life? Like, yeah. there's, it's, there's no bugs. There's, okay, maybe it's cold. Sure, get some blankets. Like, you, you know what I mean? Just be resourceful and just maybe don't, she's, Aaron's already stressed about hosting. I can't imagine what it's like to have a film crew plus six people you don't know that well living in your home that you don't live at all the time. Yeah, women. It's just, it's a lot. And for Sai to be kind of coming at her sideways, it's just, it shows a lot about her character and her issues. Agreed. And also speaking of like the sleeping stuff, I loved how that was most of the drama. (laughs) It wasn't drunk arguments, like how Jenna left um, and she you know, went to her own home that night. She did a little Irish exit. How did you feel about that? So I understood. Mm -hmm. I, I also am one who does the Irish exit because I get where she's coming from. You know, she had to be up early. You don't want to kill anyone else's fun by saying like, oh, I'm going to leave or I'm going to go to bed or this or that. So you kind of just scoot out. She got back early in the morning and like, I do get it, but I also think when you are staying in someone's home who you don't necessarily know that well, you need to tell someone. There's a difference between doing that with your close friends and new friends. Yeah. And then I also think about is this is a job. You are under a contract. This is, and this is something that um, if you've ever listened to Tamara and Teddy's podcasts about housewives they always say this is they say that people that don't show up to the reunions or that they you know ditch out on things is like this is a job this is a contract and like you need to show up to things because you're getting paid to do this and I get maybe Jenna had anxiety or I can totally understand and I can I've been in that position where you want to leave but like I was never getting paid to be in someone else's house right yeah. You know, like that. Like you know what you're doing. You know what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, you for. signed up for this. You knew that part, girls' trips and sleepovers and stuff like this, stuff that you don't necessarily want to do, is part of it. And you knew that you were opening up your life to America. You are being silly if you don't think, if you think that you're going to like be able to finagle your way out of situations. You're going to get called out and you're going to get yelled at. Right. Well, that just made me think of Lisa Vanderpump not showing up to the reunion. That mm-hmm. was some crazy shit. That's- Again, like. This is your job. This, yeah. all this drama, this is your job. You're paid for this. You're under contract for this. You can't, oh, it gets a little too much. So you just dip out. Like, or no. I, I think in like Lisa Vanderpump's case, she thought she got bigger than the network, which. Yeah. Girl, Bravo made you. Like. I know. No one knew. I mean, maybe in LA, they knew the restaurants and things like that, but not worldwide. Yeah. Don't, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Don't, you know, you got to remember who pays your paychecks. Mm. And she also behaved poorly. Like she was going to get chewed up at the reunion and she Mm will just have no part of that. She doesn't listen to any criticism. None. She can't hear it. No, she's a control freak. You, You can see it in her marriage. You can see it in her restaurants. Like she, she cannot be in any other position than in control. Yeah. She's like the top, she, in her mind, she's the top dog. And she can't do any wrong. Like, she does not think she does, she fucks up. I think it, yeah, no. And I think it also goes to, like, kind of her brother dying quickly and her mom dying. I feel like she's in that, like, if I control everything in my life, then I can control, like, the bad things. And it's not the case. I feel like it's, I think it's overcompensating for, like, deeper issues. For certain. Yeah. Even on 
Vanderpump, she shouldn't be on that show anymore. No. Like, whenever they show her, it's like, oh, here's the queen. That's how they present her. (laughs) Just, again, in control of everything, Mm -hmm. giving all this motherly advice, which isn't motherly or necessarily good advice. Mm -hmm. And, like, at the reunions, why is she there? Just so what? So she can coddle the boys? Yeah. I think just to get airtime, honestly. Mm -hmm. She she barely talks. The last, you know, she, she... she, she does really, look good though. Yeah, she does look good. I'm in the I'm in the episode where um it's Dana, if you do you remember her? Oh yeah. And Brett and Max, the guys. Mm-hmm. And Brett, So Max is like her son. Yeah, and mm-hmm. No, 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 brown-haired Max, not her not her Max. Oh, um, okay. Okay, I got you. And then right now Brett is hitting on Lisa and he's saying that she is like the most attractive girl to him in the restaurant. And I'm like, oh my God, that is so peculiar. He's like 22 and she's well into her 60s. What? This is crazy. Like when someone's attracted to an older woman like that, I feel like they're attracted to their money. Yeah. Or he said it was mommy issues. And I was like, definitely it's mommy issues. That's so creepy. She's yeah. She could be your grandmother. That is peculiar. I don't care how quote unquote good she looks. There's no way. No. Do you think she had ass implants or something? Injections? I don't know. I would honestly, I'll try to look, I'll look at photos of her all throughout the years. But I feel like if you just have a good butt, then you just have a good butt. And she's very active. You can see like she's like hopping around and going up the ladders and picking things up. Like she leads leads a very active lifestyle for Someone of her age and wealth. For sure. I just remember like the first couple seasons of Beverly Hills. And maybe it is because she wasn't as active then. You know, she had what her sir. They opened Pump on the show and like Mm -hmm. a couple other places. But I just remember that first season. She was, she's an okay looking woman. I mean, she's a good looking woman because she's classy. She's detailed. You know, she's always yeah, she's very not put together. Beautiful. She's not stunning. Right. She, she, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's the way she carries herself. But then I, after a couple seasons, her, she, her ass is amazing. She was and, an equestrian. She is an equestrian. Yeah. And Andy asked her, he's like, have you had anything done? And she would never, she doesn't admit to shit. No, but she certainly had a facelift. She, I, I'm sure she's got mm. her boobs done. You know, I honestly, maybe she did get her ass done. I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I, I I'm so jaded now for society. I think anyone that <laughs> looks too good. Me too. I just think uh, fillers, uh, plastic surgery, or whatever they're de- the designer thing they're wearing is fake. Yeah, or Ozempic. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, and filters. You know, like everyone is like, people aren't real on social media. On anything. I was reading about the Kardashians and just their filming. Mm-hmm. And Kim has so many rules. Like, she can only be filmed from a certain angle, certain sides, and she has to review every ounce mm-hmm. of footage that they put on. Like, everything is so edited and filtered, and you only see what they want you to see. Yeah. No, and it's everyone. You know, it's mm-hmm. people posting photos from years ago or months ago to fake that they're on vacation all the time or whatever it is. You know, people are so crafty, and now with AI, it's so easy to edit photos better and cheaper it's just yeah the you could you can use just fake photos with ai like upload a couple pictures of your face and they'll do your headshots your business photos anything you want anything Mm -hmm. yep no our our, everything is fake you know just Mm -hmm. that's just what i 
I take everything with a grain of salt. You know, I like quote Instagram quite a bit, but I'm always just like, I don't know if this is real. Everything's conflicting. There's no, there's no ultimate source of information that you can go and fact checked against. It's just your own interpretation and right. belief, I guess. Yeah. And I do think you have to take everything on social media with a grain of salt because that's really how you can start getting into a bad place with yourself is when you see all these other people looking so perfect. perfect. But it's not real. Like Nothing's real. It's no. You're seeing the best shots edited. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I work with my company, works with content creators, and I do not envy their life. Their life is difficult. You may think you want to be a content creator. You may think you want to be an influencer. I can tell you it is not worth it. It is 100% of the time being tied to your phone, filming every single minute of your life, editing, reshooting, thinking of new things. And I can tell you that a really real, a very real um, fear of influencers is have they peaked because they are oh there's someone always better than you there's always someone always coming up with new content that's better than yours they're always coming for your throat and you always feel like your lifeline is very very short mm. and i i you know i know it's been glamorized i know like every little kid right now wants to be an influencer but we need to be sending the message that you don't want to be scrutinized by millions of people. You just don't. That's not pleasant. You can't You can't tell me that even making a couple million dollars, it's worth being torn apart every single day of your life, whether you look for at everything. it or not. Yeah, for everything. You can't do anything yeah. right. You can't do mm -hmm. anything right. And I also think they, influencers make it look so easy. Like, oh, here's a snap from this, a shot from that. It can't be that simple. It's not. Like, I know there's takes and takes and, you know re-recording re videos and whatnot. Like, it's just not easy. Can't it's be. not easy. And you the know, magic of Photoshop and photo editing. And video Which editing. also takes work. Mm -hmm. No, they pay people. That's the crazy yeah. part. Is, you know, mm -hmm. it's... You know, I will say, so back to Real Housewives in New York, which is, which, what's the name of the girl that's the influencer? Sai. That's Sai. She's always, oh, can you take a picture of this? Can you take a picture of me doing that? Let's redo this video. I need to get dressed so that I can have content. And that is just, that does not interest me, that kind no. of life. No. It doesn't in any way. Me either. No. I, I used to think when I was in college, I was like, oh, I could be Instagram famous. And then I realized what Instagram famous, what it takes to be Instagram famous. And I was like, no, that's not for me. Because truly it is a job. Like that's when I was interviewing for my job, uh, I was talking about live streaming with my now boss and he was like, you would make a great live streamer. And I was like, oh yeah. And he was like, but you have too much of a life. He was like, you need to be able to devote 40 hours a week minimum. And he's like, and you have to be up from like, you know, 6 PM to 2 AM. Cause that's when the peak people are. And that's when you're going to make the most money. And so he's like, you basically just have to be a recluse if you want to be a live streamer. And it's not necessarily the same with influencers because they do have to go out in public and do like, Starbucks but it's similar, runs, you know. But it's very similar. You're, everything you're, you do is being recorded. You always have to be on. And you have to be booked and busy with brand deals, with sponsorships, with, you know, like I said, coming up with new content, it gets so tiring coming up with new freaking videos to shoot. Can you imagine? <laughs> no. No, I, I, I can hardly respond to a text message. Like, I can't imagine having to be on the internet all the time and always recording myself and, ugh. Outfits, makeup hair props Ugh, no 
I can't. Right. There's so much lighting. There's so much that goes into it all. You know, I, you hear people making fun of influencers and it's like, you couldn't do that. No, you could not. Don't make fun of them because they no, earn their money different than you. No, do yeah. what they want, but no, total respect to them. You know, I, I worry about them. Yeah. You know, I worry about their mental health, but, um, no, all on them. Hey, if you're getting money, great. Good for you. Right. Like whatever. Is it worth it? Works for you. Good for you. But I just have no interest. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> um, Wait, I have a follow-up on my dream thing. Oh, wait, I have a follow-up on my dream thing. Oh, okay. you go first. Okay, so I had a dream that I was in another apocalyptic world, but it was, like, zombie-ish. Like, there were zombies, and they, one bit me, and I was able to, like, squeeze the venom out of my calf um, so that I didn't die. Savage. And it was, yeah, it was crazy. I was stabbing people left and right. Like it was like, I was fighting for my life. Um, and they were like coming in the house, like, whoa, like in the walking dead, like scary. And they were more like, um, the last of us. Cause they can move real fast. Oh. Um, <sighs> scary. So then in my dream, I woke up and I grabbed my phone to do the notes app. Like you told me. And I typed out my dream and then I went back to bed. So the next morning I woke up and I went to my notes app and there was no note. <gasps> Whoa. So in your dream world, you wrote a note. So you need to get back to that dream and find a note. Literally. That is I so was like, weird. I know Boyd said, he was like, do you think, do you think it's like in a different phone in a different universe? And I was like, it probably is. I just need to get back to that one and like text myself. It's it, crazy so. waking up in a dream. And then you wake up for real and you're like, what the fuck? Where was I when I last woke up? Yeah, and I'm pissed that I didn't actually write it in my notes app because I wanted to know all the details of this dream. I know I did it somewhere else, but I didn't do it in this dimension. What the fuck? Man. I know. That's so funny, though. Like, you <laughs> were like, like you took the advice. You're like, well, I need to write this down. And then you woke up real yeah. and you're like, fuck, that was a different me. <laughs> yeah, I'm coachable. <laughs> Man, okay. Even in your dreams, you're coachable. Okay, I like to know that. Wait, so tell me about your dream. Okay, so I had a dream. So you know how we were talking about reoccurring dreams? And I said, I have these dreams where it's like a continuation. Sometimes like I could fall back asleep and keep having that dream. So that happened to me the other day. I it was, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday. It was my last day of being sick. I slept for 13 hours. And whoa. yeah, whoa. And for... It felt like the full 13 hours I was in this dream. Like I kept waking up and I'd be like, whoa, go back to sleep. And then I'd go back to sleep and I was right back there. So let me preface this by saying I've never been to Puerto Rico, but in my dream, I was in Puerto Rico. (laughs) I think, I think I was. It felt felt like like you were in Puerto Rico. Yeah. If no one said, hey, we're in Puerto Rico, never saw an address, but it felt like we were in Puerto Rico. Sure. So I was in Puerto Rico at this tucked away school like on the side of a cliff on the ocean there was all these little cabins and buildings but they were they looked like the woods like they fit into the woods tucked away if you went by in a boat you wouldn't see that and it was a school for witches (laughs) like witchcraft with your hands and so (laughs) deb goodwin who is the one who got me into plunging and now I consider a close friend. We spend a lot of time together. She was a teacher at this school and she was like, 
a witch with her hands. And her son, Wyatt, who was our friend from high school. We also went to preschool with Wyatt. Katie and I did. And Wyatt could make crystals with his hands. Like, you know how on sand, when lightning strikes, it can turn to glass? Mm -hmm. So he was doing that on sand. Some shit was coming out of his hands that looked... Yes, but it wasn't turning into glass. It was all these different... He could be like, amethyst. And then it would hit the sand and it would make like a crystal. And there was a rule at the school that all crystals had to stay on the beach. Like you could pick them up, you could look at them, play with them if you wanted to, feel their power, but they had to stay on the beach. And there was this guy who was my neighbor when I was a little kid. And okay, so back to real life. When I was a little kid, he's the kind of guy that would, like you'd be following the rules and he'd tell you the rules. You know what I mean? Make sure you stay on the sidewalk. Like, thanks, I'm walking on the sidewalk. He's the nicest guy ever, but he is like a like a rule stickler. Like, we'd be walking in the garden and he'd be like, make sure you don't step on any flowers. Like, no kidding. Got it. So at the end of my dream, my, like, last wake up and back to sleep, I was looking at this crystal. And I don't remember what it was, but I was staring at it. And he goes, hey, those crystals can't leave the beach. And in my head, I'm like, that can't be who I think it is. And I turn around in my dream and it was him. And I was like, God, this is all so strange. (laughs) And then I woke up final, finally. But I lived a whole life like in that dream. Like I was taking classes. My superpower was that I could endure hard things. So they'd have me in rooms with like fire. Throwing stuff at you? (laughs) Kind of. Like there was all these different tests that I had to pass. It was basically like, can you sit through the shit? Like, can you get beat up a few times? Like, things like that. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And I woke up, and I was fine when I woke up. I was no longer sick. I'd slept for 13 hours, and I just had this insane dream. And I'm like, uh, oh, what happened last night? <laughs> wow. Wait, what? If you could choose any superpower, what would you choose? Mm, okay, so I have a few thoughts. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, I'd really like to be able to read people's minds, but I'd like to be able to shut it off. Mm-hmm. Like there's some stuff I don't need to know, but in the moment, sometimes I really feel like I want to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'd like to choose yep. when I could read people's minds, not just all the time reading people's minds. It would be too, yeah, it'd be chaotic. Overstimulation. Yeah. Like there's just so much stuff you don't need to know. Then uh, I'd also like to be able to fly. I think that would be pretty dope just to have an aerial view of life. But then again, I'm like, again, there's a lot of shit you don't need to see from up above and aliens and whatnot. I would love to be able to fly. I dream about flying all the time. Like in my dreams, I can fly most of the time. Like I just can. Yeah, me too. I I can usually fly in my dreams. What I can't do in my dreams is typically run. Like I'm so slow in my dreams and it's frustrating i wake up frustrated often from a dream where i'm trying to run from something to something it's like my feet are stuck in quicksand oh i don't think i have that i don't usually wake up feeling frustrated i usually wake up feeling scared (laughs) it's scary in there it is scary in there are there so many scary places i can't even tell you have you visited your version of yourself in the cafe this week the restaurant no not that I know of, no. The apocalypse world was really crazy. I And I have, like, those... I have zombie ones 
where I have to, to kill people a lot, which <laughs> you've is killed terrible. a lot of people. <laughs> I have. I've killed so many freaking zombies in my lifetime. Damn, it's like Call of Duty, but like when you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like a bad bitch. Like I'm, you know, I'm doing like parkour and shit. Like I could I'm, see that. I am. What are your outfits athletic. like? I am athletic. Just like, just like tattered and then they have like guns and stuff you know mm-hmm. like like walking deadish so it's like khaki and green like i picture you like lara croft yeah or like impossible yeah call me beat me <laughs> impossible <laughs> um wait i have a question for you okay are you still into reading or did that have to dissipate with your two years of silence okay so it did dissipate with my two thanks for asking So it did dissipate with my two years of silence. It was like two years of my brain just like needing no external anything. But I'm back on reading. I'm reading this book right now. It's called Everyone's Lying Here. And I think I have like five pages left of it. It's pretty good. But it's about this girl who who gets abducted. But Mm -hmm. really she like abducted herself. Like it's Mm -hmm. some gone girl shit. But the girl's nine. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's also, I, I'm really into psychology and just, I do think that a lot of people are born the way they are. Obviously, mm-hmm. you, you know, you learn life skills and manners and things like that. But there's this innate part of every person that I just think is predetermined. Like, again, this is like a reincarnation shit, you know? Oh, yeah. We, and quickly on that... Uh, like a lesser vibration than reincarnation I found a Christmas list from when I was five years old and it was so indicative of who I am as a person as an adult so it said I want a microphone and I went to school for broadcasting it said it want I wanted an easy bake oven and I bake and I cook every single day it said I wanted a tattoo barbie and I have tattoos, although I don't like them anymore. I, but I still. You uh, are but, tattoo Barbie. It, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember the last one, but there was something else that was very, but I just was like, oh my goodness, those three gifts are exactly who I am today. It just showed me that at five years old, it was just a. You knew what you wanted. Yeah. And it just like, it was, it was like destiny that I just was supposed to be this version of Katie Cole. Like it just was so reaffirming oh, for me. Yeah. That is- I was, beautiful it was so sweet i just was like oh my gosh i love her like she's just she's just a cool little five-year-old oh she probably she was a cool five-year-old <laughs> like her and her little microphone singing when her easy bake oven's going like wait go did girl. you get your did you get an easy bake oven i did yeah me too good times with that thing really good times but like horrified that i eat it i know, I know. also I'm- like why were we allowed to use that it was a literal oven and it was just like water you just put in the powders, right? <laughs> yeah, it was like cake mix. And yeah, you'd pour it in that little pan. And tin, remember it yeah. had like, yeah, the tin, like the spatula thing. And you'd pop it in, let and it cook. Cooked by a light bulb. <laughs> by a light bulb, yeah. And pull it out. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I can't imagine why cancer is so big these days. <laughs> <laughs> just in a, in a plastic shell that got really hot and the spatula was plastic like a lot of it was plastic come to think All of it, it was like, i think the whole thing was plastic <laughs> i think the tins were metal but that was it because gosh oh my gosh no why were all of our toys about melting plastic? Did you ever get those, like, that stuff where you would melt the plastic and put it in molds and then you would have like um kind of like silicone-y like 
I had like one for spiders and bugs. And so then you'd have like different, you could make different. Oh, you like make like it was a mold and it was kind of like a jelly thing mm-hmm, of sorts. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then remember those, the little beads that you'd put on the pegboard yeah, and then you'd iron, them. You'd, you'd iron them. Yeah. And it would just smell like, it'd be like, he's in a well-ventilated area. <laughs> like I'm seven. I don't know what that means. And I'm on my kitchen table. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting up there with this iron. Wait, why is all of our childhood toys about melting plastic? I don't know, but it was fun. Man, the 90s were a time. Trey got one of those beads. Like, he he always used to be like, look what I can do. And I remember he stuck one of those beads up his nose once, and it was far. And I just remember my dad came in the room, and he's like, whatever you do, don't suck in. And Trey goes, <laughs> and we had to take him to the emergency room. Like, it went so far up. <laughs> And then we were, like, banned from from those. He is the worst. Yeah. Consistent. Wow. Yeah. He's <laughs> been the same since since birth. <laughs> Again, he came out like this. <laughs> yeah, he did. Wait, do you have a book that you're going to read next? Mm, no, I don't. I only bought this book because... So it's actually... This is a crazy thing for me. So I love a paperback book. I have... You know, I have a whole collect, I have a library of books. This book I bought on my iPad because when I was coming home from Atlanta, I had to wait like three hours or something for the bus. Mm -hmm. And I can't keep headphones, like I can't keep earbuds in my ears for that long. It just, they start to hurt. So I was like, you know what? Let me try and read. And I, I crushed the book. I'm almost done with it. But I read most of it then, and no, I don't have anything else that I'm going to read next, but I am okay. going to find something. Well, I've been on a reading kick, so one of my promises to myself this year was that I was going to read a book a month, so 12 books. I okay. just, I'm, I'm about to finish my 13th, so I'm like real ahead of my schedule, which is great. Wait, give mm-hmm. me some recommendations. I just got my pen out. <laughs> so I've just been reading for joy. I don't read for anything else. It's just whatever takes my fancy. I read just, just for my brain. So the book I want to recommend to you is Clytemnestra. And she is a Greek god, and it has to do with, like, the Trojan War in Greece. And it is phenomenal. And it is this author who is our age, and she just, this is her first book. It was just released in March 2023, and it it was just a book that I could not stop reading. And it was, I followed this book account, and it said books I would sell my soul to read again for the first time. And (gasps) you feel that way? I feel this way. It is okay. such a freaking good book. So Clytemnestra, I'll send you the author, but it's she's just so good. And then my little weird ADD thing that I do is I keep a notes and I of the date that I start a book and the date that I end a book so that I can see how long it takes me to read books because obviously the ones I like more, I read quicker. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll add that to my list. And by list, I mean that's the first one on it. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm glad you list. said that about you like to read for fun because it's so funny. Vicky reads to like learn things. Mm. Whenever I go to her house and I'm like, Oh, can I borrow a book or whatever? She pulls out some, something about psychology or about whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like a pleasure book. I want a pleasure book. (laughs) I don't need to learn things today. I'll, you know, I tried that and I just don't get through it. And my, my, my rule with myself is that I always give a book a hundred pages 
before if I want to quit and then after 100 pages if I still don't like it I'm not going to read it and like I just couldn't even get to the 100 pages with some of those books like I wanted to read a book about like Darwin but it was like mm -hmm. 700 pages and just so heavy and then I was right. reading things like that I'd rather hear like I yeah, like a or podcast about learning or a video or something like that I don't know why my brain works that way it must just because it's sedentary it must be like and it's hard to imagine those books because you're usually so focused on the content so you're not able to like when I'm you know when I'm when I'm reading I see the scenes in my head as you know I see it like transports and, you to that to yes. that world wherever it yes. is mm -hmm. yeah it's like a movie I'm watching a movie inside of my head as I'm reading whereas I think like those heavier books are like textbooks it's harder to do that because you have to like really focus on the content you know for sure and I also think that reading books for pleasure is a dopamine release big time. Like I get so much joy out of it. And when I'm reading a book that I'm not necessarily having that movie type view, I'm not, I can't, I just can't do it. And I'm not reading for anyone else. Like I don't give a shit. If you think my books are lame, that's okay. I don't care. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I love a good like murder, scary Oh yeah, Mystery. I have a of those. Oh, oh. I'll, I'll send you a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, I just I read like I'll read a fantasy one once in a while. I'll read just like a random fiction. Like I ran this, I read this one about this old woman who wanted to move to France, and then she just bought a house on eBay and went and then told her husband he can come or not. And I was like, <laughs> I'm cool. amazing. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that is literally me. <laughs> I know. I was like, God damn, if that's not me in 50 years when Boyd's trying not to move to France with me, like. Better come with or not. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, that just reminded me. You know the people of New York? It's like a Facebook, Instagram mm -hmm. account. I yeah. haven't looked at that in so long. But it just reminded me. I saw this one a long time ago. And it was like this old, very old woman. And she said during World War II, I think, her, or I guess it was right after World War II, her and her friend were getting on a boat to go visit Paris and their fiancés were there to say goodbye. And the one, her friend's fiancé was like, I won't wait for you. And so she got off the boat and her fiancé saw that. And he was like, I won't wait for you. And she goes, don't. And she went on the trip alone. And I was like, that is so amazing. That is us. That to a T. Don't yes. wait. <laughs> don't. Yep. I'll I'm see. not waiting either, honey. First yeah. French man I see. Mm -mm. Right. Better for me. Bonjour. <laughs> Bone apple teeth. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> happy goddamn Friday. Happy Monday. I hope we give you a huge dose of Friday energy on your Monday. That's another episode of Gabby Girls. Thank you for listening. Make sure to comment, rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know what you think of us and the topics we talk about. We're not for everyone, and that's okay. Bye, Jen. Love ya. Bye, Kate. Love you more.